Okay, we are now fin gonna finish Bayes Amad Bayes and start Gimad Amad Aleph. Um, and you know, hopefully, we should be done Gimad Amad Aleph pretty soon because it's mostly I got at the Gemara. Zatik Gemara. So we're on Bayes Amad Bayes on the bottom, we're by the two dots. Zatik Gemara. Amar Mar. Omar lo Rabbi Yehuda, so Rabbi Yehuda said to Rabbi Meir, "Vahalo kohanim mibeod yom him tovlim." So, if you recall, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Meir said that kohan that that you are allowed to start saying Shema from when kohanim are able to go to the mikvah. So, Rabbi Yehuda asks, "How could that be? They're able to go to the mikvah during the daytime. So, why, why, you know, how how could it be that that is the proper zman kriyashma?" If that's during during the day, so is that the Gemara? The Gemara says Shaper Kamal Reb Yehuda le Reb Meir. So the Gemara says that Reb Yehuda seemed to say, you know, that this that that this that this question, this this issue, which Reb Yehuda takes with with Reb Meir, seems to be very very valid. After the Gemara, the Gemara answers. Um, Rabbi Meir Haki So Rabbi Meir could answer the following thing. Why do you think that I follow the opinion, the description of Ben Hashmashos? That I follow your view on Ben Hashmashos? I follow the view of Rabbi Yossi regarding Ben Hashmashos. What is that? The Amar Rabbi Yossi Ben Hashmashos Rabbi Yossi said that Ben Hashmashos is keherifying and meaning it happens right very very it happens you know immediately itself is not a span of time it's a instantaneous transition and therefore right you do you can't actually pinpoint the time of Benashmashos. so therefore that that according to me when i say that the kohanim go to the mikvah I mean, it's very close to Tzachokhav. That it's some very short period, some Epsilon neighborhood before Tzachokhavim. Because for me, Bein Hashmashos is not, they have to go to the mikvah before Bein Hashmashos. And Bein Hashmashos immediately precedes Tzachokhavim. So therefore, it's it's the, the time of Bein Hashmashos is, is immediately before Tzachokhavim. And therefore, it's not that early. It's after Shkia. As opposed to Rabbi Yehuda of the famous Plaga Mincha, right, that he has a Bein Hashmashos, that's a long amount of time, that's some kind of span of time, and therefore for him, before Bein Hashmashos would actually be during the during the daytime. So now the Gemara asks a contradiction. Kasha the Reb Meir, the Reb Meir, that there seems to be a contradiction between the two views of Reb Meir. Why? Because in the Brisa, Rabbi Meir says, Man Kriyashma is from when the Bnei Adam are Nichnasim Lechapitam Ba'arve Shabbos, when they enter their house to eat the food on Erev Shabbos. And now we're saying that it's from when the Kohanim go to the mikvah. Erev Shabbos, they go right after the beginning of Tzais. And when the Kohanim go to the mikvah, is before Tzais. So Gemara says, no, Trey Tanai, Aliba Derabi Meir. So this is a very common thing that there were two different Tanayim who had different traditions on what Rabbi Meir's opinion was. And therefore, the contradiction is not one in Remeyer himself, but a debate between two of his students about what he actually said. Kasha the Rebbe Eliezer, the We also have a contradiction between the two Rebbe Eliezer's, right? Because Rebbe Eliezer and our Mishnah seem to agree 
with the view, right? Because there was no disagreement over there. So he seemed to agree with the view that it was Mishash and Shahakohanam Nechnasam Lechal Bitrumasam. And in the Brisey, he says, Mishash Kiddushayom Ba'arba Shabbasos. That's at the beginning of Erev. That's, that's at the beginning of Bein Hashmashos. So there seems to be a contradiction. Is it from Bein Hashmashos or is it from Tzayzakochavim? So the Gemara answers the same answer. Trey Tanoi Aliba Dib Rabbi Eliezer. There were two different students who had two different versions of what Rabbi Eliezer said. V by same another possibility. Reish Alav Rabbi Eliezer. He that even though in our Mishnah there seemed to be a consensus, in reality there were that there wasn't a consensus, which is not Kishmak because it doesn't say that in the Mishnah. But there was no consensus really, and Rabbi Eliezer actually followed. You know, did not did not really did not really agree with the view that you could that you can start that you have to wait until uh, until Teisakocham. Okay, so let's continue in the Gemara. You can see the Rashi's if you want. The Rashi's um, are just explaining the Gemara that we read. But uh, so you know, let's actually look at Rashi. Rashi says. Hachi Garcia, and look at look at the last Rashi on base on the base. Isak Adai Tachtani Kaid the Rabbeinu Hainer Rabbi Lazar. Then two dot. Bein Hashmashos the Rabbi Yehuda Mahalei Chatsi Mil of Neitzatz Tesakochavim. The Bein Hashmashos of Rabbi Yehuda is the amount of time it takes you to walk half a mil. I believe it's nine minutes. With Neitzakochavim, the the Rabbi Yosi Keharafai and they're immediately before Tesakochavim. Rabbi Merk, Rabbi Yossi's fear lay. V'chitavol mekamei hachi samach l'chashechu v'zman shchiva karinam lay. So this way, when they go to the mikvah right before Tzakochavim, it's already dark and it's already can be considered zman shchiva. Okay, so the other two Rashi's we spoke out outside, and we will now continue with the next Gemara. Ad sofa ashmura. So the Gemara is now going to analyze the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer that says that you can recite Kriyashma until the end of the Ashmura Rishon. My Kasava Rabbi Eliezer. What was the view of Rabbi Eliezer? I Kasava Shlosh Mishmara Savia Laila. If he followed the view that the night is divided into three Mishmaros, Lema Ad Arba Shos. So let the Mishnah just say until the fourth hour, right? You divide a 12 hour night into three, each part is four hours, so until the end of the fourth hour. Why does it have to say Ashmura? And if he followed the view that the Lila, the night was broken up into four watches, so it should say until three hours. Right? Why does it instead just give us this blanket Mishmaros instead of giving us an exact time? So the Gemara answers Sorry. He follows the view that there are three Mishmaros, so why doesn't it just say a time? This is to teach you that there are Mishmaros in the heaven, and there correspondingly there are signs or kind of, you know, there are ways to know when these Mishmaros end in on, on earth. So Rashi over here says, um, when he gave you that the indicator that the end of the time to read is at the end of the Hashmura, 
right? And he didn't teach you the exact hour. And he's coming to teach you that these that are physical manifestations of these angelic changes in heaven. There are certain physical, practical things that happen in this in, in on uh, uh, on earth which make it noticeable. The Tosa Sharash has a much kind of you know he has a different approach and he says that no that what the, what he's teaching you is that in heaven and in earth these three different periods exist and the reason why it's important for us to know as we're going to say later is that this is a uh, auspicious time for prayer as we're going to see in a minute so the Gemara says okay so the Gemara says so what does it mean that there are three watches at night um, so the Tanya, it's written, Rebeliezer, Omer, Shalosh, Meshmaris, Havi, Alayla. There are three watches in the night, right? There are three separate cohorts of angels. And after each one, Vakal Mishmar, Mishmar. And by each one, Yoshev, Akadosh Baruchu, Vishoikari, God sits and cries like a lion. Shenemar Hashem, Mimarom, Yeshag, God cries from, from the heavens. Umimaon, Kacho, Yitain, Kolo. Right, and from the that from kind of his holy seat where his voice arises, Shoe Yeshag al Naveyum. and he cries about the uh, dispersion about the about the diaspora. So there's a lot of discussions over here in the various commentaries. Why does God cry for these three periods? Why specifically about three periods? The Maharal and Netzach Yisrael says that you know the night, the entire night represents the exile and these three periods represent the three different forms of exile which we're going to talk about in a second so uh what are these what are these indicators at the end of the first watch is when the donkeys scream by the end of the second one it's when the dogs howl and the third one it's when the child nurses from his mother's breast. When a husband and wife wake up early in the morning and they're still in bed together talk, talking to, to each other. So the Maharal interprets these three different simanim as three different forms of galus. The charmar no'er, he, he says that this refers to physical affliction, right? The donkey screaming, the donkey feeling overworked. And under stress, and then the klavim so akim, because klavim represent death, malachamaves. So he says it's referring to persecution and apostasy when there's shmad, and the uh, isha and bila misaferes. He says this is referring to the efforts of kind of the us, you know, the, the non-Jews to um, uh, assimilate us, and it's referring to to that trial of the exile the danger of the inappropriate relationship and you know the jews losing their identity so he says on this each for each separate one god god, god is crying and complaining about this exile and and they say that and, and tosarash explains that the reason why rabbi eliezer taught this to us is in order to teach us that these are the times for prayer that at these times we should be praying for the redemption because you know god is feeling the pain of the exile as well Okay, so the Gemara says, Chashev. So, what is Rebbe Leizer teaching us? Rebbe Leizer, Eat Chilas Mishmaros Kachashev, right? So, if he's trying to teach us when these when these three periods begin, Techilas Mishmar Rishonas Simana Why do I need any indicator? We know it's just it's just nightfall or Tehi. It's right. 
it's when it's when it's when it's when it's um it's when it is um sorry so um it's when it is darkness right so it's when it's when it becomes dark i believe um okay so then so so why would he have to tell me some kind of indicator for for the first one right it's when it's when it becomes dark and if he's trying to teach me when they end why do i need some kind of indicator about the husband and wife chatting for the end one yamamahu it's when it's morning it's when it's when it's dawn He's teaching you when the end of the first one is and the beginning of the last one is. And the middle of the middle. Another, another approach. They're all teaching you the end. Uh, the kind of the end. Maybe you'll say I don't need the last one. What do I need it for? Right, I need it for I I need it for those who are reciting Kriyashma. When are you allowed to read Kriyashma in the morning? Liman de Gani is awful for the person who's sleeping in a covered or shuttered house and doesn't know when the dying time comes. So when the husband and wife start talking, that's fine. Right? Uh he doesn't know. When when it's the proper time, this this simon works. Shekevan, right, as soon as he hears the Ishimisaparasimbaila, so as soon as it becomes a time when you know the people are waking up and the kids are nursing, uh so he knows that the day has started, Lakum Velikre, and he should recreate. So there's a discussion. As we're going to see, this is actually not trivial because in the next Mishnah we're gonna talk about when one is supposed to recite Kriyashma. And it's actually not at this time. It's actually a little bit later of Misha Yakir. So there's going to be a discussion if Rebbe Leezer is really a different opinion. Um, so the Gemara says, okay. Amar, so Amar, Amar, Rebbe Yitzhak Bar Shmuel, Mashmei Rav. Rebbe Yitzhak Bar Shmuel taught us in the name of Rav. Yimu Mishmar, Havi Alayla, Biakal Mishmar, Mishmar, Yeshev, HaKadosh Baruch, Rishoi, Kari. And for each one, Hashem is crying like a lion, Vi'aymar, and he says, Woe to my children that because of their sins I had to destroy my house. And I burned my heichal. And I had to exile them amongst, amongst the nations. Okay. So this finishes up until the two dots on Gimbal Amad Aleph. We're going to stop here. Please try to read further, and then next time I'll try to give some more flavor over here on the Gemara that we just saw, and to cover the Gemara until uh, Gimel Amud Beis, Gimel, Gimel side 2, right, until the two dots on top. And also I would like to try to uh, give a share, just a small class, on a approach on how we are supposed to approach our God of the Gemara, because we are now going to be seeing, you know, some nice amount of God of the Gemara. Okay? Have a good night.